Welcome Black Hollywood Live fans. Today on Fit Club, we talk Jennifer Aniston and body shaming, Pokemon Go, and hydration. Stay tuned for more. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, Fit Club. All right, yeah. we are back. Another week yeah. of Fit Club. I am your host, Fallon Mercedes. You guys can find me online at fitwithfallon.com or fitwithfallon on social media. Here with my lovely co-hosts. And I am Shaka Smith. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Shaka Strong. All right, you guys. The music you hear in the background is Pokemon Go. Yeah. And if you have not downloaded it yet... You are probably like me, one of the few who have not. <laughs> In the minority, and neither have I. I gotta get on this train, huh? <laughs> but there is a lot going on with Pokemon. Um, Jennifer Aniston herself um, is talking about body shaming. We have, you know, great, uh, I guess, reports about water and weight loss and much more. So we are gonna get into it with yeah. Miss Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Now, she has been in the news for many, many years. The tabloids love her, so does paparazzi. And one thing, people, you know, usually hear about her that's rumored, you know, is that she's pregnant. Now, she's in her 40s, and everybody knows she was married to Brad Pitt. Supposedly, she didn't want to have kids, and that's why he left her for uh, Angelina Jolie. Now, she's married again. Finally, right? Yeah. As the news always reports, finally, she's (laughs) married. Finally, she's married. Finally, she's pregnant now, supposedly. But reports are saying, well, she finally said to reporters and and had a voice because Jennifer, if you know or have tried to look for her, she is not on social media. Mm. She hates, you know, anything in the tabloids. Well, probably, or, yeah. She's just had so many years of being skewered and yeah. just the way they've reported more on her personal life than her professional life. Yeah, and, you know, she is a great actress, so she's yeah. probably fed up and she finally, you know, went to the press and kind of voiced up. And yeah. what did she say, Shaka? Uh, I mean, it was a brilliant statement. She said, I'm fed up with the sport-like scrutiny and body shaming that occurs daily under the guise of journalism, the First Amendment, and celebrity news. And I think she had an excellent point. You watch TMZ or you're watching the news, sometimes you tune into CNN and you get a story about Jennifer Aniston and her body or the Kardashians. And Celebrity news is not really a news story, you know? And so... But here, here we are really covering it. But I, I do like what she's saying in, rega- in regards to body shaming mm-hmm. and that she's standing up for women that are getting so scrutinized. And it's something that without her voice, I think would continue going on. Yeah, she goes on to say, if I am some kind of symbol to some people out there, then clearly I am an example of the lens through which we as society view our mothers, daughters, sister, wives, female friends, and colleagues. The objectification and scrutiny we put women through is absurd and disturbing. The way I am portrayed by the media is simply a reflection of how we see and portray women in general, measured against some warped standard of beauty. There's another quote that I love that she says in here. I'm going to look for it. Yeah, but I I guess it was this idea that here's this woman who's married to Brad Pitt, so she's not with him, then... You know, that she's missing something that's incomplete in her life because now she has a exactly. kid or she's not married. And I think she's really challenging those notions that society has. You know, celebrity news is here to stay, mm-hmm. regardless of, you know, anything. But how we cover celebrities and 
that's a difference. And yeah. there, there can be change there. Yeah. Here she says, and here's where I come out on this topic. We are complete with or without a mate, mm-hmm. with or without a child. We get to decide for ourselves what is beautiful when it comes to our bodies. And this, for me personally, I really connect to it because I am in my 30s and um, I do not live close to home. Everybody is back in Massachusetts. And usually when I return home, the first thing I get is, when are you getting married? Well, when are you having kids? And it's almost as if I'm being judged. I am not a woman because, you know, I am not married yet and I don't have kids yet. But I feel like it's really hard for women nowadays because we are so, like she was saying, we're so scrutinized by our looks and if we're a mom, if we're married, but at the same time, now we have this pressure of we have to get educated, we have to have a career, but yet well, don't think, use your yeah. career too much because you want to get married and have kids. Yeah. So it's it's such this double standard. But I do think it's a reflection of the changing times. Yeah, I, I think you might have had a standard in the fifties and sixties, and so now that generation is dealing with their daughters and granddaughters mm-hmm. um, based on a lot of that standard. Mm-hmm. You know, there's certain things women just simply could not do before mm-hmm. that they can do now, yeah. and they're picking those options to go out and do them. Uh, so. I I think there's a balance of time that has to be had, and it it moves maybe the family process later, or maybe someone decide. I, I am complete. I don't need it at all. Yeah. So I think as we confront those realities, um, hopefully some of that starts to change. Yeah. I even catch myself, though, at times when I meet women who are married in their 40s, and I'll say, oh, do you have any kids? And they're like, no. And I'm like, what, you don't want kids? And yeah. some women don't. And it it still surprises me that they don't. And I feel like I even have to kind of step back and say, motherhood is not for every woman or every couple. Well, I think the idea is that, not that every woman wants, but the majority of women do, but Mm -hmm. I don't even know if that's true. It's just this idea that we have as a a society that Mm -hmm. the majority of women, like 99 Mm -hmm. out of 100, want children or want to get married, but Mm -hmm. I don't think that's necessarily true. So I think we have to view women in a different light and obviously take people as individuals. Yeah, and I love that Jennifer, you know, finally stood up and and stood up for herself, you know, so that way people could kind of, you know, leave her alone. I think after this statement, I feel like there won't be many stories of her being pregnant because yeah. she kind of shut it down. Yeah, and, and normally the the answer is always, oh, well, the celebrities are asking for it. They mm-hmm. pick the profession. But when you think about when she entered the industry, this was not the culture that was taking place. Yeah, no, you know? it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't that invasive social media type mm-hmm. of culture where you needed access to every part of someone's life, you know? Yeah. So. I know. I wish I could follow her online, but I can't. But, you can. <laughs> <laughs> but something you can do online is go and download that Pokemon that is new everywhere. app called Pokemon Go, and it is crazy. Even today, um, while I was at work, I was looking outside the window, and you can see people just with their phones up. And Aimlessly I already know, walking, yeah. yes, just walking around looking for the Pokemon to and catch. Even on my Twitter feed, that's how I really caught wind of it. Was apparently it went down at some point, mm-hmm. and on my Twitter feed, I kept seeing these, like, Pokemon Go's not working, and people were upset, and that's mm-hmm. why I did a little research about what it was. Now, this Pokemon, um, what you do, it's a little different if you don't have it already from others. Yeah. So what you do is you find, I guess, the Pokemon or whatever it is that you have to catch on the game, but you use real time. You use real life. So instead of having the game, you know, discreetly just in your phone. Now you use your real surroundings. So you lift up your phone, you move it around, and you look for the different creatures to catch. Yeah, so I I got a little bit of some details because I I didn't really know exactly. Uh I've known about Pokemon, but I didn't know much about it. 
So first of all, it stands for pocket monster. So that's oh, what a Pokemon is. A pocket monster. <laughs> There's different types, different species, um, different breeds, mm-hmm. um, and your goal is to get as many different ones as possible. I think a lot of people know Pikachu is like one of the most yeah. famous Pokemon. And so what you do is you get these Pokeballs, and when you go through, you know, there might be a Pokemon outside of this studio, and yeah. if I go to the right, I can go catch it by throwing Pokeballs at it. Mm-hmm. So that's what you're trying to get. And of course, as a you're a Pokemon trainer throughout, so you can evolve as a character. And what what happens is that Pokemon gyms and different uh, what is it Pokestops, you can go and catch these Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So what you have to do is go walk to these stops and find where these things are. And over time, you can get um, Pokemon that hatch that are like. I guess incubated. Mm-hmm. These eggs that are unhatched, in order to release them, sometimes you have to walk 5K or 10K. Mm-hmm. And what I love is after this game came out, one of the top searches, one of the top internet searches was, what's 5K in miles? Mm-hmm. So it's great that we're teaching people the metric system. Yeah, so if you're wondering, <laughs> why are we talking about Pokemon on Fit Club? It's because there's a fitness exercise aspect to this new yeah. game that is literally getting people up and moving around while playing this game. Yeah, and so what's the best part is there is a wristwatch coming out soon. So it'll be, it's almost like a Fitbit, but a Pokemon Go Fitbit. Go, good for Pokemon, uh, Pokemon, you know, <laughs> like they they probably saw Polar, they probably saw Fitbit, yeah. they probably saw, you know, the Apple Watch and said, you know what, this is a great way to kind of uh, capitalize on making more money yeah. and also having people get active and get fit. Yeah, Nintendo's shares are going through the roof right now. Mm-hmm. Um, already I heard it's more downloaded than Tinder. Nice. And it's soon to overtake Twitter on Daily Action active users, which is just insane. And you know what's so crazy? It's a lot of adults. Like, when you think of games, you think of children. Especially no, like Pokemon, yeah. There's the, so yeah. many adults, you know, like my roommate, she and her boyfriend. And you know what? I'm going to just uh, go ahead and download it now, because <laughs> just as I'm talking about it, I feel like I'm just severely Watch, behind. there's going to be like a Pokeball on me. <laughs> and I want to know, yeah, I want to know what's around me in this augmented reality game. You guys watching out there, let us know if you have downloaded this game and how many miles you actually have gotten in so far yeah. while playing this game because I'm kind of interested to see if you are really getting in shape from yeah. it. So. And we and we have to tell you, uh, as a real caveat, as a warning, that a lot of people have actually been getting robbed and lured to different places. So you always want to do have like a buddy with you when you do these things. Yeah, and definitely be careful. Yeah, so... It's interesting, but uh, we'll find out how it works. (laughs) So while you're out there chasing Pokemon balls and, you know, Pokemon and you're trying to catch them, you probably want to stay hydrated. So we do have some new, I guess, reports about losing weight and what it has to do with water. So that's what I call a segue. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. So it's supposed to be this new secret, but is it really a secret? I think everybody knows that, you know, water helps you lose weight. Wait, but in this new study um, that shows that, you know, nearly, I think it's over 10,000 people um, ages between 18 to 64 have been staying hydrated by drinking water and eating more water-loaded fruits and vegetables, and this will help help you with the weight management. Can you tell us how? Well, sorry, so you, it's going to lead you to feeling full, um, mm-hmm. and I think that's going to cut down, but what the study wasn't sure about, so... 10,000 adults, 1864, but they weren't sure if it was causation or correlation. Mm -hmm. So they did find that people that were hydrated had a lower BMI. Mm -hmm. So they didn't know if they were just people that 
people of a lower BMI hydrate mm-hmm. and people who are obese don't or if there was an actual causation. So they're doing some more studies into that. But it's really important because we know that two out of three Americans are overweight and obese. Mm-hmm. And that's where they found the most significant, at least either correlation or causation, depending on how some future studies mm-hmm. pan out. The number one thing when a client comes to me and I'm training them and, and they're saying, but gosh, I'm, I'm hungry all the time. You know, I think you, you set my calorie intake too low. The first thing I ask is how much water are you drinking? Because majority of the hunger pains that you are experiencing is actually dehydration. Yeah. So it's a way that your body signals to you, hey, I'm dehydrated. So before you reach for something to eat and let's say you just ate, reach for for some water, drink a cup of water. If you're still hungry, then get something to eat. But majority of the time, even myself, and if you're a coffee drinker, and this is something um, that I recently learned, if you're a coffee drinker, it's a diuretic. So you need to drink three cups of water for yeah. every one cup of coffee yeah. that you drink. Coffee, tea, alcohol, mm-hmm. all natural diuretics. Um, and so they were looking at different ways that you might indicate if you're thirsty. Obviously, feeling thirsty might indicate that you're dehydrated. Oh, it will indicate that you're dehydrated. Mm -hmm. Two is the color of your urine. So if your urine is light, you're pretty good or clear. But if it's dark yellow, then that means there's an absence of water, so you're dehydrated. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that we know is water is best because you're avoiding the sugars that sodas Mm -hmm. might have or fruit juices might have. So we do know the health benefits of it. It looks like it might have a greater health benefit for people who are overweight or obese. So Mm -hmm. drink water. Eat your food that's chock full of water. Yeah. You know, cucumber, celery, also very good. Yeah, those are water-based. And it's funny, too, because today I had, um, I think it was a Greek salad, but usually I'll have this, like, avocado romaine with lots of cucumbers in the salad, and I feel so much more hydrated and full when I eat that salad, Mm -hmm. and it was in the same size container. And I was like, hmm, it really does play a difference because the other salad contained more vegetables that contain more water, so that's probably why I felt more And that might be exactly the reason why people uh, who are having more water-rich foods are staying leaner. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't be surprised um, what you were saying about, you know, they found that the BMIs were much higher for... Did you say that BMIs were much higher yeah. for the obese? Yeah. But I, th- I think, yeah, they're probably not drinking a lot of water, and it's yeah. probably because they're drinking more sodas. Yeah. They're drinking more juices that contain more sugar, so, so yeah. or even more coffee or alcohol or things like that. Yeah, so definitely replacing those drinks with water is going to do absolute wonders for weight management. Mm-hmm. So you definitely want to replace your soda with water, and people are already doing that. Studies have showed that bottled water is overtaking soda consumption in the U.S. And I, I think this is... I was surprised by that, right? So, yeah. I was so surprised. And, you know, it almost, it almost baffles me that, and I'm guilty of it too, that we buy our water. But I, I do. During the day, I'm too lazy to fill it. Yeah. So if I go to the store and it's like two for one big waters, I will, I will buy both of them. But, yeah, studies show that Americans are actually drinking much, much water. It's actually... And approximately 102 liters of bottled water compared to 98 liters worth of soft drinks. Yeah, that's 2016, and that's going to be this will be the first year that has ever taken place. So it's definitely a good trend um, mm-hmm. for many reasons. And it, it's what I like about it is the effect it's having on the rest of the market because it's making companies like Pepsi, um, PepsiCo invest in like the naked mm-hmm. juices and healthier soft, or health, not healthier softers, but healthier drinks in general. Yeah, even Nestle. I watched a documentary, and I'm like, wow, 
it is so interesting. These big companies are actually purchasing a lot of waters because they know that's that's where we're going. Yeah. We're heading in that direction. We're, we are becoming more health conscious. Yeah. We want to be more healthy and active, and we know water is the way. So that's yeah. why they're buying into those things. So Yeah, so it's a positive trend. We do have the, the negative downside of it is the bottling water apparently takes a lot more energy Energy. than Mm -hmm. um, just doing tap water. So some cities, like in Canada, apparently Mm -hmm. 80 cities have restricted um, bottled water to account for that. Yeah, I think also um, what will start to happen is, um, you know, I I have a filter at home, but I think the, I guess, rise in sales for different filters, the Britas, stuff like that will probably go up as well since, you know, they're kind of banning it in some places. But kudos to us Americans, you know, we might be the fattest or second fattest (laughs) country, but hey, we're drinking our water. So that's pretty good to know. Next up on our list to talk about, we will be talking about we talked about the soda oh we have the olympic stars and their oh fitness yeah. Tips, yeah okay so yeah we have rio coming up which is exciting yes everybody is talking about the olympics i actually know a couple people who are getting ready for the olympics um so scary with the zika virus down there but yes yeah that is scary so hopefully you know they get vaccinated and they're okay yeah. but we but, have fitness tips and obviously being fit will help you fight off any virus you may potentially get <laughs> yeah so we have quite a few tips from yeah. olympians themselves um, we'll go through them and hopefully we can learn something yeah. from it too. All right, number one, learn from losses. Yeah. And um, Lolo Jones, who you've probably seen on Dancing with the Stars, she said, People always think that failures are closed doors, but for me, failures have always been a big inspiration to keep pushing to have another breakthrough. Yeah, and I, for me, I like, well, I don't like failures, let me just say. <laughs> but when they happen, that's when I question the most and that's when I get more answers. You know, when you win, like I, I was competing. So when I won, there, there was very few questions for me to ask afterwards. I, I'd done things right. Mm-hmm. But when I lost is when I wanted to know exactly what reason, what else I could do more, what I could do differently. Mm-hmm. And I, I would often just get more information in that loss to make me be better Even the better. next Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was interesting that Lolo Jones was quoted because I don't know if you remember from Dancing with the Stars. People even tweeted about it. I even was surprised. She was a sore loser on the show. Oh, no. And she she was just so upset. And, you know, I love her as an athlete, but she really wasn't the greatest dancer. (laughs) And she was so upset when she lost, probably because she was really trying hard. So it was interesting that they picked her to talk about it. Well, yeah, learning from losses doesn't always equate to sportsmanship. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) this is is true. Number two, handle big day nerves. We have Carrie Walsh Jennings that says, I have this huge butterfly in my tummy and sometimes I have millions of them and I named her Victory. It's part of me and it's part of competing and you're always going to have those nerves. I'm competing and I want to be the best and with that comes victory. So it is what it is. Yeah, you have to embrace those nerves. I've I've always tried to embrace them. When I feel them I know I'm about to do something great. Because you don't have them, that's it, there's no step to greatness. you got to have nerves. Yeah, I was a competitive gymnast growing up and Oh, my goodness. I remember one competition. It was to get me into the state finals, and I think I needed, like, a 7-0 on the beam or something like that. And I remember as soon as I got up on the beam, I puked. Oh, I was so (laughs) nervous. And then I remember I was young. I was, like, 10 or something like that. And I remember um, they gave me a second chance. I got back up, and I killed it, and I made it to the state finals. But I will never forget that day. And to this day, you know, sometimes when I go on stage to host, or I'm dancing on stage. I still get those nerves, or, but 
I kind of channel it as excitement now. Yeah, or even in the gym. Just and that's what nerves. I was about to say. Because yeah. I would, I remember when I started out in the gym, I'd stick to the cardio machines and I wanted to go work out, but I didn't really? know how you? to. Yeah, I didn't know how to use the machines and I looked like someone that did, so yeah. it was even more embarrassing to go yeah. out there and make a fool yeah. of myself. And so I had those nerves, but you have to overcome them. And one day I said, you know what? If I'm going to learn, I have to just go do yeah. it. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. I do the same thing sometimes, um, again, even though I'm a trainer, yeah. when I go to a gym and in the weight area, there's a bunch of guys. I kind of get a little nervous, intimidated that they're going to look at me. Oh, she's doing it wrong or she's not doing it heavy enough. Yeah. And But, yeah, I kind of just channel that nerves and go in and just push through a harder workout. So, Yes, big day nerves. Um, number three, be unstoppable. I, I like number three. That's just a good one. Man. Be yeah. unstoppable. <laughs> Don't be stopped by anything. <laughs> we have um, Evelyn Stevens, who's a cyclist, says, I learned early on that sometimes you might not have the skill, but if you can fight and grind your way through a situation, you can often succeed. I am what you would call a push. My style of winning would often be ugly and take many hours, but... I just fight my way through it. Yeah, I mean, I like that one. It's it's hard to it's hard to channel it when you hear it from somebody else. You know? Yeah, it's hard to know what being unstoppable is for you. But hopefully, you can find what that is for you and yeah. be unstoppable. Yeah, <laughs> be unstoppable. We have. I like the reset after a stressful day. Yes, and this is something that I am learning to yeah. do um, because you can't be your best if you're not in your best. I feel state of mind, state of emotions. So after a very stressful day, you kind of want to kind of scale back and whatever it is, if it's for you soaking in Epsom salt, if it's, what do you do for a stressful day? Glass of red wine. Glass of red wine. But we know that stress leads to high cortisol levels, Mm -hmm. which leads to retaining body fat. So You know, if you're de-stressed, you're also going to be a little, um, also more fit. Yeah, my favorite so far is number five, and it is stop trashing your body. Easier said than done. <laughs> Clarissa Shield says, "I feel my body is built beautifully." To people who hate on athletic bodies, I would tell them, "God blessed athletic women to be different. We are stronger than the average woman." I like that I am athletic, yeah. and again, I was a gymnast growing up, and I was so body conscious or self-conscious about my body, especially my arms. Mm. I remember being a little girl and I like the shirt if you're watching that I have on right now it's kind of, you know, a tank top it's showing my shoulders my biceps. I would never dare to wear a shirt like this because to me I felt like a boy and now I embrace it. These are the arms that have got me to the place I am today. These are are, uh, physical, you know, example of my strength and what I push my body through, even though I think they could be stronger in toner. Yeah. And, <laughs> well, well, and I think that that's kind of speaking to the Jennifer Aniston one issue is that I think a lot of women, you know, the, those body image issues start so early because of society, like, giving women this sort of idea of what is should be right or not right, mm-hmm. you know? But even I, I had to deal with it to some degree a little bit, but on the opposite end where it was sort of, I was muscular, so now people wanted to know what I did, how much weight I could lift, and it was just like, I, I don't, don't know. know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know those things. And our last tip is find your power snack. Yeah. We have Missy Franklin, who is an, is an Olympian. She says, I'm obsessed with apple, almond, butter, and granola sandwiches. She said it's super easy. Just take a slice of an apple, two rounds, and put almond butter on each side. Sprinkle with granola, put the other side of the apple on top, and it becomes like a little sandwich. It gives oh, me nice. good fruit and carbs before I work out. Good healthy fats from the almond butter and whole grains from the granola. Yeah, do you have any uh, power snacks? Um, 
I have so many. I love What's your favorite one. Yeah. My favorite. You know, this this is probably not the the best, but I like taking one piece of a granola bar and putting um, almond butter on it. Yeah. Similar to what she does. Or I'm obsessed with organic unsalted trail mix. I actually keep little packets, like the 180 calorie packets from Trader Joe's in my car. And while I'm hungry and I'm stuck in traffic, I just reach in and eat it. And it keeps me from stopping at the convenience store or a drive through and snacking on something that I shouldn't get. I like doing a little, it's candied walnuts, some peanut butter, cranberries, and celery. Say that again? Candied walnuts, peanut butter, um, cranberries, like dried cranberries, mm-hmm. and celery. Ooh, I'll yeah, have to try that. Nice little treat, yeah. All right, let's talk about six fitness myths that may be holding you back. Now, there's tons of different things that people say, you know, you shouldn't work out on an empty stomach or, you know, there's a yeah, bunch of them. Yeah, there's so many and what kind of carbs you should be having after or before. Yeah, yeah so we're going to go through them with you. Um, let's see what we have first. We have crunches. Yes, crunches. So Shaka has defined amazing abs, so I'll let him kind of go in detail about this one. But basically the myth is crunches burn so many, so much when you do them, but, you know, are you doing them right? Yeah. So, so yeah, crunches aren't necessary at all, even. You know, whether you're building an abdominal wall by planking or swimming or playing a sport, uh, what we to really reveal the abs is all, always going to be about your diet. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want thicker abs, that's mm-hmm. going to require doing something with a weight, and that might be a crunch or a sit-up. But if you just want abs and a nice mm-hmm. defined stomach, crunches aren't necessary. It's going to be your diet. Yeah. yeah. And I would also throw in there, um, if you, you want abs, um, one of the best, and I think we discussed this on the show, the best way to get abs is sprinting. Yeah. I see sprinters, you know, people who run, you look at their core, especially their obliques. It's, it's that, I think it's the side to side motion yeah. as you're running and you're burning fat doing the cardio. So what it's doing, if you don't have a low body fat percentage, you're going to have a layer of fat. So no matter how many crunches you do, you can build up your your muscles there. But if there's a layer of fat on top of it, you're not going to let those abs peek through. So sprinting is the best way to kind of fight the flab on top and build up the core underneath. So mm-hmm. that's something that I highly suggest. Start sprinting. It's something that I'm trying to incorporate, you know, my routine it, more. It's so good. I love sprinting. It's just so difficult to, like, make myself sprint at my fastest speed when there's no coach there. To like mm-hmm. go 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 go. Yeah, but it's such a good workout. What's the highest speed that you can sprint um, on a treadmill on? Like what um, mile per, per hour? Oh, I, I don't even know. I just you don't go. Know. I just go you super just go? fast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so far, my little legs, I can get to ten point oh, but then yeah. after that, I'm like, I think I'm almost afraid to even go what, faster. Oh, what, yeah. What minute mile is that? Um, I don't even know. I'll have yeah. to look at that. But I know there's a couple times that I've done it and the treadmills have burnt out, literally, <laughs> because I'm going so fast. But I, I can't do it that long. Yeah, but usually that's it, my goal. I'll start at 6 and then, you know, do 10 minutes and just work up all the way to 10.0. Myth number two, tons of cardio is necessary to get even a little lean. So Shaka yeah. does bodybuilding. He knows the ins and outs of how to transform a body. 
is this, you know, well, it's not true yeah. because it's a myth. So yeah. tell us what's true. Yeah, I mean, you don't need tons of cardio. Cardio is great. Like I said, it's going to be icing on the cake, but it's going to really come from your diet. Now, at the margins, cardio will really help. So if you're already lean and you want to have like a, and you're at your goal weight and your goal body, certainly having a little bit of food and then going to the gym might actually help negate what you've done because it's mm-hmm. really calories in, calories out. But when you're trying to lose weight and trying to get leaner and leaner and leaner, it's going to be all your diet. That cardio is going to just be a little extra torch to the to the fire. Yeah. But um, yeah, you're gonna have to just make sure you you eat well and eat clean. Yeah, I can attest to this. The days from my TV show, the days that I was losing the weight and um, I was doing tons and tons and tons of cardio, mm-hmm. but I, you know, I was allowing myself to eat more. Yeah. I noticed. I didn't lose as much weight as to the weeks that I probably couldn't get it in the gym as much as I would like. And that's why I was super strict with my car, um, my eating habits. Yeah. And I did a little bit of cardio. That's when I seen dramatic weight loss. Yeah. Number three, myth number three, you must disappear from your life if you want to lose fat. So <laughs> if you want to get in shape, if you want to get fit, if you want to get skinny, whatever you want to call it, if you want to just reach your fitness goals, you can still have a social life. Everybody thinks, or a lot of clients think, like, yeah. I don't want to lose weight because I'm not going to be able to eat with my friends, or I'm yeah. not going to be able to go to birthday parties, or, or vacation, stre- Or even the stress of having people know that you're losing weight, and like, wanting you to lose even more and more and more. Yeah. Maybe you have days where you don't need that push, or that motivation. You want to just kind of chill out. You mm-hmm. know? But there's different things that you could do. You can definitely still have a social life. One thing that I would do is I would start, you know, inviting your friends to yeah. work out with you. That way you don't feel isolated. If you go to parties and let's say you're abstaining from alcohol because you don't want it to negate all the work that you've been doing in the gym, you know, get that wine glass, get that martini glass and tell the bartender, fill it up with, you know, soda water and cranberry. That way you have a drink in your hand. You look like you're drinking and people aren't bothering you. Oh, just get a drink. It's fine. You can burn it off tomorrow. And in the age of social media, find a Facebook group of like-minded people, you know, maybe you have to switch up you know, some of your friends or maybe you go out with a group that supports mm-hmm. what you're doing if yeah. you feel unsupported. Yeah. yeah. And I would say never show up at a party or a gathering on an empty stomach because yeah. when you're hungry or hangry, you might make some bad choices. So you definitely want to show up on a full stomach, you know, either a protein shake, you know, while you're driving there, nuts, you yeah. know, trail mix in your car, something, or even, and you know, if you have to, even getting fiber pills because fiber makes you feel more full. Yes, I would rather have you fiber have... Fiber pills? I didn't know there were fiber pills. Yeah, pill. there is. I would rather have you have an apple or something with, you know, natural yeah. fiber in it. But there are fiber pills that you can take. That will make you it. feel full? Yeah, because okay. you're you're absorbing the fiber. So, so fiber like makes you... So where you just <laughs> go to the... No, 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 no. no. <laughs> it's not going to make you... Unless you're getting something else. But yeah, there's legit fiber pills that will make you feel full. You drink it with water. And then, you know, you can at least make it till you get home. And yeah. then... Or if it's a, sort of a bring-your-own-dish event, make sure you... Bring something, something healthy, healthy. That you can have to. Exactly. Myth number four: squats are bad for your knees. Now, I tell my clients and anybody that I'm training, the first thing you want to do is check your form. I have clients who have bad knees and actually squats can help you get more range of motion, but it's how you're doing them. If your form, if you find your knees hovering over your toes, you're doing them incorrectly. You always want to shift the weight back. So one way you can check to do this is as you squat down and you get into the position, can you tap your toes? If you're having trouble tapping your toes, the 
the weight is too forward. So what you want to do is hike your butt back. Again, squats, I always tell my girls, they're for the booty. So you got to stick that booty out, push it back, and then the weight should be in the heels. So they shouldn't be bad for your knees if you're doing them correctly. Yeah, and you don't need to do heavy weight for a squat to be effective. Of course, certain bodybuilders will do just Mm -hmm. exponential weight, and those squats are not great for your knees because of the weight load. Mm -hmm. But if you're just an average person who's just trying to build muscle and stay lean, uh, the weight shouldn't affect you. And if you go to a regular gym, there's something called a Smith machine, Mm, which is sort of like an... It's my favorite. Yeah, it's like an assisted squat or at least a squat that makes you feel that it, it basically has enough balance so that you cannot fall out of the squat regardless mm-hmm. of the weight or the position of your feet. Mm-hmm. So it really will help with your form. And it protects your back. Um, yeah. If you do want to go heavy, it's a great way to start instead of using free weights. That way it locks into place. You won't, you know, your form won't be off. You won't hurt your back. And if still you're having trouble with your squat, check your stance. You want to be shoulder width or even more apart. That's That way you can get even lower in your squat. And the wider the stance, the bigger, uh, the more you you're working the glutes. <laughs> yes. And, you know, if you strictly don't want to use weight, you're scared, you're going to put too much pressure on your knees, I would suggest doing slow yeah. um, there's air a, squats. Air yeah. Squats, yeah. But doing them slow, that way those muscle yeah. fibers burn, you know, you're really working them. You do 20 slow squats up and down, it's going to be way more effective than if you do, you know, 50 heavy squats, but too quickly. So try that, try incorporating that if you have bad knees and you want to work on those squats. Myth number six, supplements are only useful for... I think we missed one, right? Did we? Yeah, machines. Machines safer than free weights. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, let's let's talk about that. Are they really safer than free weights? I, in my estimation, yes. <laughs> you know? um, but I, I don't think that's like dispositive of the issue. If you mm-hmm. if you're using light free weights, you know, but you don't know what you're doing, I, I think to some degree, a machine might be better. But you need to make sure you're following the rules of the machine as well. Machines can also, you know, be detrimental if you're not if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. But I think largely machines can be safer. It's a great place to start before you go to the free weights. Yeah, I kind of disagreed with this one. The only way I would suggest that they're not safer is if you have bad form. Yeah. You know, so then I think that, but most of the time they're safer. Like I was saying about the Smith machine, it's a good way to protect your back. Um, If you want to go heavy and you're scared, you know, your form is going to get thrown off. And it also just depends on the machine. I think at the end of the day, you need to make sure you're comfortable with what you're doing. Whether you need to watch 10 YouTube videos, (laughs) have an instructor with you at the time, that's fine. I I think you just want to make sure that you're safe and you're not injuring yourself in the gym. And don't be shy. If you're at a gym that has personal trainers, if they're not working with a trainer, don't don't be afraid to ask them, hey, you know, am I doing this correctly? Because that's what they're there for. They're there to help you. Even if you haven't purchased this training, what they don't want is you to get injured and they can give you some tips, you know. Um, Always when you're working out, look in the mirror. If you see people look in the mirror, they're actually, majority of the time, not vain. (laughs) They're actually looking in the mirror to check their form. Form, So if there's a mirror where you're working out, try to face it. That way you can constantly check your form, especially if you're going heavy in the weights, you want to make sure you don't break it. Not the mirror, your form. (laughs) (laughs) Myth number six, supplements are only useful for muscle building. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we know supplements could be used for anything. Fiber. Yeah, fiber. (laughs) Help you stay lean. Um, Obviously, there's certain green coffee extract is something that's very good to keep for weight management. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, raspberry ketones, Dr. Oz mm-hmm. is a big fan of those. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of different supplements out there. I would just urge people to make sure that you are reading about the supplements, reading at the effects. Don't just take what the guy
guy at the gym says or mm -hmm. what the guy at the vitamin shop says or GNC, whatever it is. Just make sure that you know for yourself what you're taking and if it's safe or not. You want to hear a funny story? It's, it wasn't funny at the time, <laughs> but I remember when I first got into the fitness industry, my cousin, she lost a ton of weight after having her first baby, and she's like, got to take these these um, fat burner pills. You have to. It's going to, you know, speed up your metabolism. You're going to drop the weight quickly. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to try it. You know, and she's like, don't worry. They're safe. So I go to, you know, the GNC or whatever shop. And the guy's like, oh, you got to try these. These are the best. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay. So I try it. I work out. And I did, you know, I felt more energy. And I'm going to sleep that night. And I'm like, my heart is racing. <laughs> oh, my God. And it's pounding, 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 pounding. And I'm like, okay, just fall asleep. Still pounding, 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 pounding. And I'm like, no, something's wrong. I called my brother. I was like, dude, you got to take me to the hospital. Yeah. He's like, you're crazy. Just go to... I'm like, I can't go to sleep. My heart is palpitating. Like, I felt like I was going to die. So I go to the emergency room. They're like, ma'am, what are you here for? And I was like, oh, I took these fat burner pills. They're like, what? <laughs> it's like, I took these fat burner pills. And they're like, honey, you're not fat. Are you okay? You're not fat. And like, everybody was like, you're not fat. You, you look good. And I'm like, I know I'm not fat. I'm like, just please but I might tell be dying. me. Yeah. yeah, please just tell me I'm not going to die. So they, they told me that I did have some heart palpitations, but they didn't give me anything for it. They just told me, you know, lay off what was it that, the pills. What, what was it? Did they, did they ever narrow it down as to what caused it? It's just I was caffeine insensitive or uh, sensitive because yeah. I didn't drink caffeine. I didn't take uh, okay. any supplements. You know, I was, you know, drug free. Yeah. You know, this is the first time my body ever had anything like, like, like this type of substance. Yeah. There wasn't anything crazy in it, but it was just too much too for much. my body at the time. I bet you if I took it now because I'm used to drinking coffee, I actually can drink a whole cup of black coffee in one right. day. No palpitations. Yeah, no palpitations. <laughs> so that's... um. I guess a little story that I have, but you guys, you know, definitely be careful. Like Shaka said, be careful of what you're consuming. I do like amino acids. I do like protein shakes. Um, some women are afraid to take creatine because yeah. they'll get big, but really, I think if you're on and, hormones, a testosterone, I think that's yeah. the only thing that and, will get you and, big. But some creatine will make your muscles hold water, so it might make you feel bloated uh, or okay. heavy. Yeah. And so just doing research like that to make mm -hmm. sure you know what you're taking. Yeah. But I, I finally down Downloaded Pokemon Go. I think we have a couple of Pokemon around. All so right, let's see. I'm, I'm gonna have to get going. But yeah, <laughs> my little avatar. Can you li lift it up or not yeah, yet? Yeah, I don't uh, know if you can see it, but that yeah. is a Pokemon So it looks like we have Go. some in front of us, and then oh, we, do we yeah, and then we have some right next to us. So oh, cool! I have to get out walking and find them. <laughs> is there a myth out there, or something that you're wondering is a myth? Make sure on YouTube or Twitter or anywhere on social media that you can find us. Ask us. We'll research it if we don't know. And we'll talk about it the next show. And yeah. if there's anybody that you want on the show um, that you know is big into health and fitness, let us know. We'll do our best. I mean, we live in LA. Yeah. We do have access to a lot yeah. of you know celebrities out here. So if there's one in particular that we can try to get in, we will do our best to get Absolutely. them in. Yeah. And so yeah, we had our to reschedule Brett Hobel from um, the the 20 minute trainer. Yeah. And so, but he'll be back on soon. So yeah. His apologies, you guys. Um, he will definitely be here. But, yeah, it was. we still had a good show. Yeah, right? a good show. Yeah. And we had a good show this yeah. time. Um, we will see you guys next week. I had fun. I actually learned a lot as every yeah, show. Yeah, I, lo I love this show because not only do we impart some knowledge to you guys, but we learn a lot as well. So. Yeah, definitely learn a lot. Um, we will see you guys next week, same time, same place. I'm Fallon Mercedes. You can find me online at fitwithfallon.com or fitwithfallon on social media. And I'm Shaka Smith. You can find me online 
online at Shaka Strong at Twitter and Instagram. And we will see you next time. See you guys. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagramming, at KingXO Bay. Thanks for tuning in. What are we saying? Hollywood redefined. redefined. <laughs> the views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.